Hello and welcome to The Cute Life, episode 31. Um, I'm Finley and I am on my own today as this is a little special episode which is all going to be themed around turning 30 as I turned the big 3-0 this week. Um, on Sunday, I'm officially old. Um, and seeing as lots of people have been asking me how I'm feeling about turning 30, I thought I would put some of my thoughts down into a blog post and talk about it a little bit on the podcast as I try to be quite concise with um, my thoughts and feelings on the blog post, but in a podcast I can just waffle till um, the cows come home <laughs> and uh, elaborate a little bit more and maybe be a little bit more personal. Um, I always try and be quite open and honest um, on the podcast and um, in my blog um, and on Instagram, to be honest, but um, I find it quite difficult because obviously um, when you're honest, um, it can can tend to be a little bit um, mopey <laughs> and slightly negative because what you're talking about is quite serious um, and it's usually difficult subjects um, for the person who's dealing with them and talking about it. Um, so I'm going to try and be stay upbeat but um, yeah and try not to be too depressing but also try and be as open as I can um, as I want to be open with you all and I like it when other people are and I respect other people when they're open so I kind of want to um, yeah, do it myself. Anyway, um, so Ollie has gone off to Paris and abandoned me. <laughs> so for his work, they travel around quite a lot with the gallery, um, over the course of the year doing various art fairs. So yeah, he's gone off to one in Paris. So he went yesterday, um, which is why there's not a usual podcast episode up. Um, and yeah, so I'm sorry, I did say there were going to be two up this week, but we kind of just wanted to enjoy each other's company um, as we, I'm not going to see him for a week now. So um, yeah, we didn't, instead of recording the podcast, we went to the pub and had a little drink and then came back and just watched TV and chilled out. Um, so hopefully we will have a normal episode up next week. Although, um, so one of my birthday presents from Ollie was a two-day trip to Margate um we're staying in this really nice Airbnb and we're going next Friday so um hopefully we'll be able to record um an episode and squeeze it in before we go um but just warning you if there isn't one up next week then that's why but to make up for it we'll talk all about Margate and I'll um yeah share with you on Instagram on my stories um our trip there which should be quite fun um, I find it funny that me and Ollie are going from one seaside town to another <laughs> on holiday. We just bloody love a British seaside town. Um, anyway, I'm going to get to the point. So I turned 30 at the weekend and honestly, I had the best weekend ever. I think it was my best birthday ever as Ollie was a little angel and like organised a surprise birthday party for me and I had absolutely no idea and it was absolutely hilarious because um so I woke up on the Friday on the second of my birthdays on the Sunday and um my mum and her partner had been round had stayed overnight and we'd gone out for a nice slap up birthday dinner so I was feeling a little jaded a little hungover when I woke up and um Ollie was kind of like 
quite adamant that he really wanted to go to the pub in the afternoon and okay so I was feeling hungover and I looked out the window and I'm not joking it was the worst weather you've ever seen in your life um it was pouring with rain like gale force winds Ollie went out to get some bread for breakfast and came back and honestly looked like he'd been swimming but yet he was still very insistent about going to the pub and I'm a very good wife and just unquestionably kind of went along with him. <laughs> um, I'm very trusting, apparently, as, yeah, even though it was torrential rain, I still went with him to the pub. And on the way down, I fell over, <laughs> slipped over on um, some slippy like gravel and like sat in a puddle, fell in a puddle. So I had a soaking wet bum and cut my hand open. So it was bleeding. Um, and I was like sat in this puddle in the pouring rain like why are we out here why are we not at home why are we doing this and Ollie was just like look come on they'll have plasters at the pub like and like dragged me up and kept going and then obviously it was clear why he was so insistent about going to the pub as when I arrived all my friends were there and they all shouted happy birthday and it was amazing and lovely and I think everyone thought I was being polite and I had clocked off but I really honestly I was so naive I had no idea so I was just so happy because I really didn't want to organize anything this year because I was saying to my friend I get so stressed out having to like organize people and make sure everyone's on time and booking a restaurant and people cancelling it just really stresses me out so I just really didn't want to organize anything so it was so lovely having it all done for me and everyone made a huge effort and a special effort seeing as it was pouring with rain and um yeah so a lot of my friends were already there but then throughout the afternoon just more and more people kept turning up so it was so nice like every time the door opened I was like who is it this time um yeah so I had a wonderful birthday well my actual birthday was a bit of a downer after that to be honest because I just had a mammoth hangover um and yeah all the excitement was over kind of um but yeah I had lots of lovely presents um and just had the best time so yeah and I'm very much looking forward to going to Margate anyway so how am I feeling about turning 30 um, so really, to be honest, I haven't been dreading it. Um, I felt okay about it. And I've kind of been thinking that about why. And I think it's because I probably have a lot of the stereotypical things that society say you should have by the time that you're 30. Um, and like, for example, I've got a husband or a long-time partner. I have a dog. <laughs> I'd say that's a pretty big thing, right? Um, I have a career. Um, I can't say I make a huge amount of money, but I'm getting there and I'm happy um, with my career and my artwork. And it's definitely what I want to do with my life. And I have a house um, that I own and we live in a really nice part of the country and I'm very happy where we live. So I'd say I have a lot of the things that, yeah, society tells you you should have. So maybe if I didn't have those things, I'd feel more anxious about turning 30. Um, and I definitely, in the build-up, um, like, to being 30, like, over my 20s, I felt a huge amount of pressure and anxiety about finding my career path and... Um, yeah, getting out of the cycle of renting and 
getting married because a lot of pressure because we me and Ollie had been together for a long time there was a lot of pressure everybody always asked me when are you getting married when are you getting married so I'd say um I feel okay with it now but it's taken a long time um or yeah for me to kind of feel happy um I think that's it I just have spent a lot of my 20s I think being very unhappy and it's been a long struggle to get here but I'm definitely the happiest I've ever been which is such a lovely thing to say (laughs) um yeah so so in my blog post I've kind of um divided the sort of main key things I'd say um about how I feel about turning 30 so I'll like um talk about them each separately um and then sort of elaborate on what I've said in the blog post which I'm going to link in the show notes by the way um so the first up is career so my career, I would say, has been, well, I'd say the vast majority of my 20s was spent floundering around, desperately trying to find my place in the world and work out what the fuck I was doing. I just felt so much anxiety and pressure from um, myself and other people um, to succeed and to find, like, my purpose, I guess, Um And I think that started when I was 19, when I started at uni, um, because I went to art college and um, I think I was kind of, I felt like I was lied to about art college, to be honest, that I don't know, like elsewhere in the world, I know like in Italy and Germany, like the art colleges, they're a lot more skill based um, and they teach you how to, they teach you a skill basically, whereas in England, it's definitely not like that is very much concept and theory driven um so basically I started and the course was not at all what I thought it was going to be and um you're just kind of left your own devices you're not really given any materials very minimal teaching very little direction um so it's very confusing and um it's obviously a lot of pressure because you're working towards a degree which supposedly is supposed to get you a wonderful job at the end um and it's you're spending a lot of money so that was a lot of pressure um and then once university was finished I felt even more lost um as I didn't have that goal to work towards anymore of my degree and I was just sort of flung out into the world and I just felt so confused about what I was supposed to do I knew I wanted to do something creative but I wasn't sure what that entailed um so I got stuck stuck in a pattern really of working in retail um because I needed to earn money to pay the bills and um just applying for basically any job that I could find that was vaguely creative I kind of thought I wanted to work for a gallery um as I really love galleries and um yeah I thought that was a good creative outlet that could actually pay the bills um but that was super competitive and I just a lot of the time didn't even hear back um and when you're feeling very underconfident about yourself like just constantly getting rejected or not even yeah hearing back from jobs is completely soul destroying and just really not my confidence and made me feel like I was completely useless and I think at the same time you're competing with people other people who were graduating like new graduates I felt like that was a huge pressure on me like each year that went by I felt like there were more people graduating to compete with um which I've definitely changed my mindset about now 
um, I see kind of younger creative people as my allies, not as competition. And that's definitely something that has changed over time. Um, maybe because there's not so much pressure on me. Um, and I sympathize a lot with people who were in that, are in that situation. Um, and I also felt like there was a lot of pressure, like not from my peers, but I compared myself to my friends and the people that I work with in the shops that I work with. And when they got their, you know, big break or, um, a change in career that I was sort of vying for, um, I felt so like an even more panic and even more like I was failing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that was the majority of my twenties to be perfectly honest, just floundering around. And then after trying lots of different creative avenues, like on the side in my spare time, like, oh my God, I tried so many things. Taxidermy. Um, I applied for art fairs and not art fairs, um, like competitions and stuff. And don't do that. Um, now I, now in hindsight, I really regret that. Um, I tried, um, craft workshops like potato, potato printing and, um, pom-pom making and all sorts of things. And I kind of by accident stumbled on pet portraiture. Um, I started like painting, um, pets for like my friends and family's birthdays. And it was like a light went on when I first did it. Um, just the reaction I got from like my friends when I gave them something I made it gave me the best feeling in the world and when you've spent so long feeling like you're a failure and you're useless and nobody wants you um, and feeling undervalued by like the public and um, the companies you work for when you work in retail because you just don't get you don't get paid <laughs> you get paid shit the hours are shit and yeah people just don't value you um, so the reaction that I got from creating a pet portrait gave me the most amazing feeling. And yeah, it was honestly like a light went on. And I felt like I now had this new thing to work towards because I do think I'm maybe I'm not special in this regard, but I do feel like I'm a person that needs something to work, aim towards. And I'm not one of those people who can like, sort of like flip from one thing to another. And like, I'm not free and easy. I like having set goals and stuff. And that gives me sort of like purpose. So yeah, um, now being 30 and now I'm sort of a little further into my career, I'd say I've been doing this for like five years now. I feel like the dread and panic has lifted and now I just feel excited about the future and I see how much I've improved over the years and it just makes me excited to see where my work goes next like what sort of work I create what opportunities I might have what I might be doing in two years rather than this kind of like oh god <laughs> like where am I going to be in two years kind of thing um, so that's been a massive positive. I'd say basically, mainly turning 30 has been a positive thing overall. Um, so my next point, I'm just gonna have a sip of tea. Mm. Oh, that's good. My next thing is my relationship with my body. So I would say um, I wish I was more like Lizzo and that I was more body confident and I was 
like super accepting of myself and just didn't care what weight I was or what I looked like that I just felt confident and beautiful but I'm not like that and I don't think that's unusual I think it's quite common for women of my age or women in their 20s that you feel insecure and you want to be thinner and you want to be more toned um and I definitely think that when I look in the mirror I probably see something different to what's actually standing there um and that's probably just I hope the next generation will be free of that because there's a lot more sort of like body positivity going around whereas like growing up everyone was sort of like obsessed by models and I compared myself to like celebrities and people on tv so that kind of gives you a warped sense of like um what's normal um but um I definitely feel way more confident in myself and accepting of myself now um it's taken a long time but I don't hate myself I don't think obviously there's room for improvement there always is but I feel as long as like I'm fit um, I go running quite a lot as long as I'm fit and I'm eating healthily and looking after myself I feel quite happy in myself and I'm quite happy with my body now which is nice um it's a nice feeling um I'd say going vegan has massively helped with that because um, you're obviously eating a lot healthier and I'd just say it was an all-round like really positive um, like um, what's the word way of life I guess you just feel like you're making a difference to like society and the environment and to animals so I know it sounds like really hippie and kind of as Georgia and Karen from my favorite murder would say woo woo but um I think it kind of has a that has a positive effect on how you feel about yourself as well. Um, so yeah, I'd say going vegan has been a massive positive. Um, and I would also say this is quite personal, but I really want to talk about it because it's something that I feel super passionate about. Um, I'd say coming off con hormonal contraception has had a huge effect on me and my body. Um, so sorry if. You Everyone thinks this is really TMI, but again, I just feel really passionately about this because it's it really affected me for a really long time and I feel like I wasn't given all the information when I first went on the pill. Um, so I want to talk about it because I don't want any girls or women to ever be in the situation that I was. So I went on the pill when I was 18 Um I went on Cerazet, which is like a hormonal contraception because I have migraines, so I couldn't go on microgyne on. Um, so that's a pill that you take every single day. So I just didn't have periods. Um, and um, from looking back now, um, from about six months in to taking the pill, my moods drastically changed um, and I became very, very depressed paranoid um irrational just really unbelievably miserable um and at that, that time in my life I just moved to London and I was away from Ollie and I was in a new setting so I put all those things down to yeah like I, I put my depression down to those factors and also depression runs in my family so on both sides of my family so I just kind of was like well I've just got the gene um so that's obviously why I'm depressed um and I was on antidepressants for a very long time because of that I was honestly 
suicidal. Um, and this kind of carried on for years. Um, I was on antidepressants for like, I'd say about five years. Um, and I got to about 27 and I switched to the hormonal, um, what's it called? Implant, which is the same drug. It's just more of it. And then it lasts for like three years. It just sort of slowly like, um, releases the hormone into your bloodstream. Um, and that was just like the final straw for me. Um, my skin had always been bad while I'd been on the pill, but, um, as soon as I went on the implant, it completely broke out. It was absolutely horrible. It was horrific. I looked in the mirror and I just wanted to cry. Um, I had a few like spots when I was a teenager, obviously, but like nothing compared to this. Like I, there were times when I didn't want to leave the house. I used to just pile makeup on. Um, and honestly that didn't really touch the sides. It was just terrible. Um, and it just made me feel so insecure and disgusting um I really remember like this one time me and Ollie went to the pub and we bumped into this girl who we had been both been to school with and I hadn't seen in years and I felt so ashamed and disgusting I remember just trying to hide my face because I was that ashamed of my skin um and it just made me feel awful it was horrible um so that on top of the fact that I was very depressed although I hadn't really put two and two together I think um like with my mood swings and stuff and then as soon as I had came off the um implant and wasn't on hormonal contraception it was honestly like night and day um my moods completely like leveled out and I realized that the entire time I'd been been on the pill, it had been making my moods worse. I'm not saying that it completely caused my depression, because obviously um, it is in my family and I have, you know, had very low um, times and difficult times. Um, but I would say it definitely exasperated it and made it much more extreme. Um, I just can't believe that I was not warned. Um, there was no warning that this might happen. I honestly was so depressed at points where I was suicidal. What if I had bloody killed myself and the entire time it was the pill? I just can't, I think it's so wrong that no, like, research has gone into it and you're not warned of, like, how severe the side effects could be. Um, because I'd say that was a pretty severe side effect that you could die um yeah so I'm so relieved that I am off <laughs> hormonal contraception I have been for about three years now and I would never ever ever go back um it's been quite nice getting to know my body again actually to be honest because I think mood wise I was so young when I went on the pill that I didn't really know myself well enough to see what a like massive effect it was having on me and I hadn't had periods for years, like years. So it's been quite nice and reassuring and kind of, um, yeah, good to get to know sort of my natural state and my body again. Um, so yeah, I would thoroughly recommend coming off um, hormonal co contraception if that's something that you think you're also suffering from. Um, yeah, sorry if that was TMI, but it's something I feel strongly about. Yeah, and so, like, 
now I can see a few sort of like wrinkles forming here and there. Um, I definitely look a bit more tired in the mornings and um, <clears throat> when I'm hungover, um, oh wow, uh, that is um, 10 times worse than it was earlier in my 20s. But I'll take that any day over um, bloody cystic acne and horrible mood swings. Um, and yeah, feeling paranoid about... Um, yeah, relationships and things, because it did make me feel really paranoid as well. Um, so next up on my list um, is relationships and friendships. Um, so this past year, I'd say in particular, has really made me realise that my friends actually like me. <laughs> and I know that sounds completely ridiculous, because they're my friends. But I've got, I've say, um, I suffer from imposter syndrome, which I thought sort of just affected me um, towards sort of like my career, not feeling like I was good enough to be an artist and to fit in as an illustrator. And yeah, I kind of had like a negative thought pattern surrounding my career. And I didn't really think about it, like in regards to my friendships, but I definitely have a sort of inner monologue that tells me that my friends don't really like me, that I'm a horrible person, I don't deserve friends, they're only friends with me for this, that and the other. Um, but I would say this year I have like proof <laughs> that that's a load of bollocks because our wedding and my hen do just... All our friends made such an effort for us and came from all over the country. One of my friends came all the way from Australia to surprise me and they wouldn't have bloody done that if they didn't like me. Um, so yeah, and my 30th birthday kind of like cemented that, like that all, basically all my friends came and made a huge effort to come even though it was absolutely pouring with rain and like gale force winds, they still turned up and yeah, it just meant a huge, 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 huge amount to me. And yeah, it's just made my, it's made me realise that I have some insanely good friends and made me realise that I'm very lucky to have them. I'm like literally tearing up right now. Uh, that's another thing about getting older. Why do I cry at everything? I cry when I'm happy, cry when I'm angry, cry when I'm upset. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think, like, are my other friends getting married? Like, that's been really lovely as well and made me feel really valued by them. And it's been nice to show them that I love them. So, yeah, that's been a lovely thing about getting older, people getting married. A really nice thing. Um, and 30th birthday parties, obviously. So, yeah, I would say my friendships are a lot more solid now. And um, I have a really great group of friends. And I think that's really important because since we've moved to Hastings, I found it really difficult to make new friendships because I work from home and Ollie travels up to London every day. Um, you know, your people sort of settled into relationships. They're in, they're not bouncing around different jobs. Um, so you're not meeting loads of new people all the time. And um, so it's been really hard to meet people and make friends. Um, and I thought it would really bother me. But to be perfectly honest, because I have such a great group of friends who I talk to all the time, I WhatsApp them constantly. Um, 
constantly on the phone to them. I see them all the time at weekends and not having to work weekends, being my own boss means that I prioritise my weekends to spend time with them, especially because I don't really have a friendship group here. It's important that um, I do have a social life. Um, so yeah, um, to sum up, uh, my friendships are, cl- the friendships I have are closer um but it's harder to make new friends that's what i'd say about turning 30 um and i don't i've talked a bit about ollie in my blog post i don't want to like rattle on too much about him because <laughs> it's a bit cringe and it's a bit embarrassing and i'm sure he'll be embarrassed <laughs> if i start like banging on about how much i love him but um I'd say me and Ollie's relationship is fairly rare because we've been together such a long time. We've been together since we were 18 um, and we knew each other before that for about a year. Um, So, yeah, I'd say that was fairly rare and we've been together for so long. It's meant that we've kind of grown up together, um, which has been really lovely and I would not change that for the world. Um, I don't feel like I've missed out at all on like dating or whatever because I just think firstly I'm a very committed person anyway and when I believe in something or someone I will just like focus on that so I think I just knew I loved him and I've never met anyone that I've liked more than him so yeah it just didn't even cross my mind that I might want to be single really um and it's been lovely like growing up with him and being there for each other through different like times in our life like through moving out of home and uni and I don't know different holidays and moving in with friends and living together on our own and moving to Brighton moving to Hastings um and obviously more difficult life things like he was there when my dad died um and yeah um it's just It's been a pleasure (laughs) knowing him and being with him. And yeah, I'm just super proud of the person he is now. He's just so capable and grown up. Like I can't believe some of the stuff he does like for work and that he can just go off to Paris and he's just super confident and capable and just amazing. And he's so, he's such a thoughtful, caring person. And I just feel like so proud of him and I'm so um I feel like hopefully I played a little part in yeah him being the person he is today um and I definitely think I wouldn't be the person I am if it wasn't for him so yeah that's nice isn't it and I'm just super excited for like this next chapter of our lives like being married and yeah starting a family hopefully and um, yeah, our life in Hastings, I think it'd be really nice. I'm just very much looking forward to it. I think that's the next sort of pressure, really, that now I've sort of got my career sorted and we're married. Um, the next thing that everybody is asking me that, um, yeah, since we got married is, when are you going to have a baby? Which, um, (laughs) I just find it a really personal question. Like, I don't really mind talking about it, like, with my close friends or whatever, but, like, like, quite distant relatives or, like, kind of people you don't know very well ask me. And it's kind of like, "Mm, there are so many factors that, like, go into having a baby. Like, it's such a huge life decision. Um, 
And I just think, you know, like, what if I didn't want children and Ollie did or vice versa? What if um, we'd been trying for ages and we couldn't have children? What if I had health problems like um, endometriosis, where it meant it was really difficult to have children? That's an extremely personal conversation to have with someone that you don't really know. Um, And I also feel like it's quite a lot of pressure because everybody, I feel the same pressure from that I did people asking me like what I'm doing for a job or when I'm going to get married like I feel that pressure but even more um towards having children just because it is just so like such a huge thing um but yeah saying that I do really want it's really important to me to and Ollie to have a family I really do want children um Although I've been reading so much stuff about climate change, it's making me like super anxious about it. Like that's another thing um, that people are like the whole birth strike thing. People are like actively choosing not to have children because of climate change and they're worried about their children's future. And so that's another factor that um, yeah, I think people don't like take into account like when they ask like when you're having a baby. Um, anyway, but super excited for the next yeah chapter in our lives um so what advice would I give to myself at 20 mainly I would say um just to keep going and to keep persevering and not to worry so much because I just feel like I worried the entirety of my 20s up until like a couple of years ago just worry 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 and it doesn't help anything it doesn't change anything worrying and it's all worked out for the best as long as you sort of like know where like where you want to go and keep trying it it, like with friendships with relationships with your career um with where you want to live that kind of thing I kind of feel like well I'm living proof that it kind of works out I mean obviously there are lots of external factors and maybe people some people aren't as um yeah in a privileged position as I am um being a white middle-class girl who lives um in the south of England but um yeah I would just say keep going and just um be um yeah not to worry um and what I'm really looking forward to in my future is yeah um my our married life together um having a family um I would really like um to sort of career wise I'm not sure what direction to take but I'm kind of like just going to let it come naturally um yeah I'm not kind of sure whether I want to sort of go more down the illustration route and try and get an illustration agent or whether I want to concentrate more on sort of like making my own art and my own art practice um and being sort of more self-sufficient rather than relying primarily on commissions. So, um, yeah, that would be interesting. But I'm not... Yeah, there are kind of goals and things I'd like. You know, I'd like to be in a magazine maybe um, one day or um, maybe write a book. That would be cool. But I just know these things take time now and I've got to be patient. So, um, yeah, I'd say... Have I... Let me see if I've got anything no I think that's it on my list um so I'll link my blog post so I've kind of like talked about it more succinctly there and I've included a few pictures of like 
us over the years and stuff um which is quite fun but i hope you've enjoyed this kind of waffly blog post and uh podcast um I love reading other people's stuff about turning 30 or like getting older because I find it just kind of reassuring and I really like sort of um, seeing similarities and again I find that reassuring so I hope that you feel the same about this um get please feel free to get in touch if you like yeah did relate to anything that I've said um you can email the cute life podcast at gmail.com or you can send me a dm on instagram at finley elliott portraits um and then yeah you can follow ollie on at ollie place um on instagram um I'd really like to hear from you and yeah I just hope you've enjoyed this really so hopefully next week we will be back to normal um if we manage to squeeze one in before margate if not I'll be back um with ollie my lovely husband um the next week um with and we'll tell you all about our trip and a couple of lovely listeners have sent me um great topics to talk about so um I will get to them um in a f- yeah few few weeks time so um love you guys and i hope you're all having great weeks um and don't worry about turning 30 because it's bloody great and i love it and i'm excited for my 30s love you bye